0: The life of General Belisarius, the end of the Persian campaign of 541 AD. Now, although I'm using the term the end of the campaign of 541, the Persian campaign will continue. They're just going in the winter quarters at this time, so it it will continue into the next year. Now, during the delay, though, they were waiting for the Saracen forces to come back, the burning heat and the climate exhausted both the strength and the patience of Belisarius's European soldiers, either almost stifled in close sultry tents or scorched by the rays of the sun. A contagious fever spread through the camp, and nearly one-third of the army was disabled by the disease, and the remainder were impatient to go home. The troops drawn from Syria, above all, disguised their own weariness and, and timidity, under the specious pretext of solicitude for their defenseless province, and they loudly complained that the two months appointed for their service was already at an end. A council of the year was summoned by the general, where Nicetas expressed the wishes of his soldiers as well as his own. He argued that thus enfeebled and disheartened, they could undertake no enterprise against the enemy, that a battle might not leave a single Byzantine survivor to relate the mournful tale and that nothing but the most effectual means of self-preservation remained to be considered. His arguments were enforced by the clamor of the other officers, who, with tumultuous cries, demanded this retreat. Late experience had taught Belisarius that any opposition to their wishes would be fruitless, and he would therefore yield it to necessity. The sick were transported on beasts of burden, and the weary soldiers found their strength revived by the direction of their march. And the, and the Byzantine dominions were attained without accident or molestation. Scarcely had Belisarius passed the frontier before he was informed of the real fate of Arethras. but the distance of this perfidious ally shielded him from the punishment which otherwise would doubtless have followed his detection. Thus ended a campaign in which, though untoward circumstances and the misconduct of others, Belisarius was debarred from equaling his own former achievements, and fulfilling the expectations of his countrymen. The Byzantine citizens, who had weighed rather the fame and merit of the general than the obstacles with which he had to contend, had already seen him in fancy entering Sistophon in triumph, and leading Nerservon as Geimer and Vitages to a captive before the throne of Justinian. They therefore beheld with surprise and disappointment their favorite hero returning without any decisive advantage or memorable exploit to Constantinople, having been recalled by the emperor as soon as he had stationed the army in its winter quarters. This expedition, though lame and abortive, was however attended by one important result, the recall of Nurservan from the unfinished conquest of Lycia. On his arrival in the Persian domains, he found that Belisarius had already left them and the lateness of the season compelled him to defer until another year his schemes of ambition and revenge. So, we're just putting it off for one year. In early spring, A.D. 542, Nurse Van undertook the field at the head of the most numerous and formidable army that he had ever yet mustered in his wars against the Romans. He chose the same course which in his first invasion he had so successfully pursued keeping the Euphrates on his right and advancing towards Syria by rapid marches. It was his intention to thence carry his arms in the Palestine and undertake the siege of Jerusalem, which allured his avarice by its treasures, and of which the sanctity in the eyes of the Averse Sex might inflame his Magian hostility. Since the fall of Antioch, Jerusalem might again be considered, as in the time of Pliny, the first city of the East and the pious zeal of successive crowds of pilgrims had enriched its shrines by offerings and its inhabitants by the purchase of relics. In his progress, Nurservan prudently left unattempted those towns which had delayed him in his former invasion and whose wealth was already drained by his demands at that period. But he made an exception with regard to Sergiopolis. The bishop of that city had failed to discharge a debt then contracted for the ransom of the prisoners of Sura, and if we may believe the partial evidence of the Greek historians, Nurservan showed such unrelenting vigor on this occasion. He appears utterly at variance with his Persian surname of the Just. It was in vain that the luckless prelate pleaded the poverty of his diocese and declared that he had made a most earnest but fruitless application to the emperor. He was nevertheless imprisoned and put to torture until he consented to purchase his freedom by yielding the consecrated gold of his cathedral. But the people of Sergiopolis shut their gates against the rapacious envoys of Nershivan. They were immediately invested by a detachment of 6,000 Persians, while their walls were manned with no more than 200 regular soldiers. Reduced to extremity and hopelessness of relief, they already determined to capitulate when a friendly Christian serving in the ranks of the enemy privately informed them that the besiegers had exhausted their supply of water and must within two days be compelled to retire. These joyful tidings were confirmed by the event. The king of Persia would not suspend or turn aside his march to reduce an insignificant fortress and its inhabitants. Freed from this imminent peril, returned their grateful thanks to their patron saint for this seasonable aid an ecclesiastical historian was not blushed even to affirm that at the intercession of Sergius the city was garrisoned during the siege by a legion of angels protected against human assault by shields and armor so we get a little action anyway and another interesting story now the sources for this the wars of Justinian by Procopius Byzantine art of war by Decker Byzantine Army 324-1453 by Turnbull, and The Life of Belisarius by Mahome. So I hope you enjoyed that, and as always, don't forget to come by the website, sumahistorica.com or historyaccordingtobob.com, and ask a question, leave a comment, check out our merchandise, and if you like what we're doing, please feel free to support us. Thank you very much.